Yeah! How about that? Customize. Look, I hear very quickly, very quickly. Before yeah, we yeah. get into any of the rest of this stuff, I need to know. Yeah. When you wake up in the morning, do you make the Murphy bed, or do you just fold it back up into the wall and you just keep it there? Since I have to crank it, anyway? it, I crank it back up. You have to crank it back up. It's about a thirty-minute total project, so it you know, <laughs> takes a little bit of time. So, like, if you and I are going to start the show at eight fifty-five. I start cranking around 7.30, and uh, left shoulder is uh, sore right now. It's I definitely sore right now. A, first of all, if you have a Murphy bed that takes 30 minutes to crank it back into position, you are absolutely It's a classic. First of all, it's a classic. Um, and I, I find it disrespectful that you're going at the Murphy bed like that. <laughs> so how was your night last night? You had a little Lakers talk. The Lakers talk the, action. The turnaround. I'm interested in the turnaround because not so much like your sleep schedule and all that. That's your yeah. problem. I don't really care how much sleep you get. But what I what I do care about is can you shed the Laker talk slee and bring yeah. in talk show host slee right out of the gate? Um, yes, I think you can. You know, to, to be honest, Trav, this is all kind of new. So even this morning, this is the toughest part. Turn the engine off like last night. How do you oh, turn yeah. the engine off? It takes a second, right? You know, just you know, it helps with that. You don't just come home and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I'm just going to go right to bed." What helps? You know, with what that? helps. What do you got? Alcohol. Does that help? <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling it's that kinda, will that because will because you go from being kind of wake up me up and more. feeling pretty good to mm-hmm. hey, hey, you know how to show and you're feeling your brain's engaged, right? Like that's the hard part is to get your brain disengaged again and just uh, you know a little little something here or there, just kind of ah, it's a nice way to start the the evening. Tomorrow will be interesting. Tomorrow will be oh, yeah. the tomorrow will be the we'll do Travis and Sliwa show, and then Lakers game, seven o'clock tip off, and then Travis and Sliwa show. So we're just gonna kind of mix them all together. So you a little surprised to see me here this morning or what? Um, I'm disappointed. I think that's I think yeah. that's the 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 way I would describe it because the way you talked about it yesterday was. It's pretty much a lock that we're not going to get Travis this morning. That that's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking that I, more. I thought because Friday night I took off, right? Friday night I took off, and you felt abandoned on an island. That I thought you probably wouldn't send an email or a text or anything to me till like eight forty-five and say, "Hey, Slee, FYI, I'm out. I'm out this morning." Well, I considered it because because here's the thing, and tell tell people who don't know. Tell people so, who don't right. know. I, I yesterday was my second shot, right, of the mm-hmm. vaccine, and 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 as I'm sure everybody has talked about, because really all we've talked about for the last what 18 months now is COVID and what right. we do during lockdown and whether you've gotten your shot or not and how you feel after your shot and which shot did you get? Are you a Pfizer guy or a Moderna guy or a J and J guy or whatever it is? So yeah, I, anyway. I heard you look down on certain shots, like <laughs> no. you have you have a very high end. Um, <laughs> This is just what I've heard because what last I checked, I was at Vaughn's getting my shot, and you kind of look at me a little bit different uh, after kind of going through that experience. Well, you can get a dog and you can get your shot while you're in there. It's all good. But so I had heard that the second one can kind of send you yeah, around. Yeah, takes bend, you out right? a little bit. Mm-hmm. That, that you you fall into one or two categories: the people that feel like you know what. I don't know what COVID feels like, but it can't feel any worse than this. You know, this is a terrible experience. I don't want this. And it lasts, you know, eight hours, 12 hours, whatever. Then you're fine and you're good to go. And you can go back to bars and eat and restaurants and all that stuff again. Totally worth it. And then the other category, which is, yeah, that was nothing. And I think, fortunately, I fell into the second category. I woke up in the middle of the night around 3 o'clock thinking, 
okay, I'm pretty cold. Is this the chills? Is this the beginning of the end of Travis Rogers? Am I going to expire <laughs> here one day into Travis and Slee before we ever – you know, I'm thinking maybe they'll hang a nice plaque over the studio like 100%. this is where Travis 100%. and Slee did yep. one show before Trav mm-hmm. died in the middle of the night. But I made it. Here I am. I'm ready to go. Okay, so what, what time did you take your shot yesterday? Noon. About noon? Mm-hmm. All right, noon. so, yeah, you're, it sounds like you're, you're clear. Right? Like yeah, you kind of got through all, all the initial, everything that you needed to get through. 100% ready to go. I was a little bit excited to maybe leave you hanging. So maybe mm-hmm. you'd have to do the show by yourself. Maybe you'd have to muscle through and see, see what you did to me. I would just Friday, do, I would, so I would just do Lakers like. talk again. I would just re air <laughs> Lakers talk for oh, last night. I don't think night. they'd let that happen. <laughs> I don't think that's how it would go. Even just, the times, even the maybe... times would have been the same. Even I, I would have been, I would have said seven thirty tonight coming up. Max Kellerman, right, right. Here's here's what you need to know about me, Slee. As as we get okay. to know each other, as the listeners get to know us, this is very very important. I'm a very vindictive guy. I'm a mm-hmm. scorekeeper. So if you ditch me on a Friday night, you can rest assured that I'm going to ditch you at some point with very short notice. That's going. It might not happen today, but yeah. it's going to happen. Just so does just it, know that. Does it help at all that I had to work Saturday and Sunday for the Laker games, or does that not matter because that does not help your story? So this falls squarely into the category of a YP. That would be a U problem. That's not a TP. That's not a Travis problem. That is a YP. That is a U problem. So you need to figure that out. Because when the Rams yep. roll around again, and mm-hmm. I'm all I'm there all day Sunday doing the Rams yep. stuff, yep. that's just going to be the way that it is. Let me tell you something. I got my next. I got vaccine shot number two coming up on June first. Can you pick by me the up way, a bag of uh, chips while you're there? By the way, it's at Vaughn's on aisle four if you want to come by and say hello, okay? Uh, literally, it's going to be at Vaughn's again. I'm out June 1st to June 9th. I'm just telling you right now, I could already feel I already feel this second shot coming along. Um, Perfect. Yeah, so, okay, I, I get the whole you're keeping track. By the way, can, can we just say this real quick? This sure. is show number two of the morning, but obviously we are doing the evening show. So if you've never heard our show before, Every single morning moving forward, 8.55 to 11 a.m., Travis and I will obviously do the Travis and Sliwa show. If you want to catch the show also on the podcast, you can catch it on ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search uh, Travis and Sliwa. And uh, we'll give everybody just kind of a little direction here, Travis, as we uh, get to show number two. Absolutely. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of the guests on the show will appear via the Goodyear hotline. And let's start right here, Slee. Let's start with... Um, something that Jay, Will, and Key were talking about on their show today just a few minutes ago. Maybe you heard it, maybe you didn't. But here's, here's I think, a really interesting theory because they use a word that you don't hear very much when we're talking about professional athletes, the word being scared. Are the mm-hmm. Clippers scared of the Lakers? Take a listen. I get the strategy behind it. I understand that from a basketball you know, purist. I, I see that. That's a better matchup for you. Understand that. But, wow, that if I'm the Lakers or if I'm, I'm – that's, y'all running away from us like mm-hmm. that, huh? You guys are really running away from us like that. What does that say about your team? Again, I don't want to hear any of this talk like, whoa, it wasn't planned. Dude. We didn't. Stop it. Right. Like, Don't hit me with they all that political They were playing so well jargon. down the stretch, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, pull the plug. There we go. All right, guys, and sit on that. And that's the reason why I always tell y'all the Clippers are the Clippers. It's just that it, it, they are who they are. They, it's not going to be. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they getting ready to take them to the championship. The Clippers are the Clippers, man. You're just not buying it. Is, I mean, that's, that's is, just who they are. Is that they, an example, though? They're running 
from the Lakers, and there's you would think that they would step up and be like, I don't care who we play. Yeah. Like LeBron has said, I don't we're in it. But we really care. All right. So running away from the Lakers. And I like what Jay Will said because his point was basically you lost to the Rockets. You lost to OKC. You're telling me that this wasn't done. Those are improving franchises. Those uh-huh. franchises are on the up and up. Uh-huh. The, the, you look, kidding me? Can we be totally honest about franchises yeah. like that? Yeah. Those franchises exist just to fill up a schedule so the Lakers and the Celtics and the Nets and the Knicks and the Bulls and the Heat, the the, the 10 teams that kind of matter, the other 20 teams are just there to make us have a schedule in a couple of early rounds of the playoffs. That's they, had some, they had some pretty good runs. Thunder had a nice run. I mean, they were drafting yeah. players left and right. Rockets and had the, a nice run, too. No, no, no. You can draft some guys and you mm-hmm. can put together a team, but the second those guys get to leave, they leave. Yeah. Right. They, they yeah, said, Katie, okay, five, four, three. I'll go to the Warriors. I'm out of here. Bye. See ya. Yeah, but you uh, went to the finals here. You had James Harden. You had Russell Westbrook. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm leaving now. I'm going to San Francisco. And then when I'm done there, I'm going to Brooklyn. They, they, they leave. There's four or five places to go, and he decided to go to one. You of know them. what? I don't understand the conversation. So, and, and this has been the chatter over the last couple of days. Why are we pretending like this doesn't happen in sports, Trav? This happens in sports. The Clippers avoiding the Lakers. This happens in sports. Let me give you another. You know who else was avoiding the Lakers? The Utah Jazz. You want to know why Utah was avoiding the Jazz or the Jazz were avoiding the Lakers? Because they were trying to get the number one seed. Because they thought if they keep winning and hold off the Phoenix Suns, then they have a chance to avoid the Lakers. You know who else was trying to avoid the Lakers? The Phoenix Suns. Suns were winning every game towards the end of the year to try to pass the Utah Jazz. You know who else was avoiding the Lakers? The Denver Nuggets. Nuggets lost by 20 plus points against the Portland Trailblazers I get the storyline about saying why are the Clippers doing this the Clippers are avoiding the Lakers all that other stuff the scared part is one thing I think it's a strategy and I think it happens in sports all the time why the hell would you want to play the Lakers in the first or second round if you could avoid them well I have an answer to that and I want to get the answer to the listeners to 877-710-ESPN do you think that the Clippers are scared of matching up for the Lakers did they lay down to try to set up the seating so they would avoid them as long as possible I want to answer your question Slee because if you believe you're a championship caliber team I'm talking as as a Clipper person in this moment okay if I'm a Clipper fan if I'm a Clipper player I'm neither of those things but if I were I'd be thinking Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If I have to play the Lakers, I want to play them right away. I want to play them when Which LeBron, is a fair point. I, 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 I think wanna, that strategy is a fair point. Yeah, I, because if LeBron gets through a round or two, at that point, he's really hard to get because he's he's in his rhythm. The Lakers are starting to figure things out. Guys are clicking. If they If they can get through a round or two, that means they're playing good basketball. That means that they're playing the sort of basketball that we really haven't seen him play for several months along the way. So if you're really being strategic about this, and there's 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 two different tracks here, right? There's the strategic track, which is I want to play this team at this point. Okay, that's fine. 
they got that wrong because the Lakers early are more gettable than they are late. And then there's the emotional component of it, which is, uh, I don't really want to play that guy. Right, I, I really don't want to play that guy. I don't want to fight that guy. I don't want to deal with him. I'll, hopefully someone else will do it for me. Hopefully the Suns will do it. Hopefully the Blazers or the Nuggets will do it. I really don't want to have to deal with that guy. Just the sight of a Laker uniform, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, whoever else is in that team, I just don't want to do That speaks to me of you don't think you're a championship team because if you're trying to duck a guy, especially a guy that is the defending champ, you don't think you can beat him. Okay, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I'll tell you why I'll disagree, because it was me a week and a half ago sitting on a microphone, and I wouldn't stop talking about, hey, I would prefer playing the Clippers later on. It's it, different listen. when you're the champ, though. It's it's different when you're the champs. When you're the champs, you're looking to buy time. You're looking to buy some okay, other things, let, as let, opposed let, to the up-and-coming contender who's looking to fight this thing, and you're like, I don't want to fight that guy. Can Buster Douglas please knock out Mike Tyson? Because Evander Holyfield can go take out. But, you know, it's just one of these things. I don't want to fight that guy. Okay, I get the whole, well, we're coming off a championship. But there's a reason why I was saying that. I was saying it was because I wanted to see LeBron get more games in. There was You wanted to see that engine get going a little bit, right? Like the Lakers, I agree with you that they're going to get more dangerous as the postseason goes on. That's going to happen. I mean, if... If the Lakers and the Clippers are facing each other in the Western Conference Finals, that's not a good spot for the Clippers. It's not, because that means the Lakers now have 10 games, 10 critical or 15 critical games together that they've already played. The momentum is growing. Role players, LeBron, Anthony Davis, go through the whole mix. But what has been, I, I think, what has, I don't know if bother is the right word, People think it's it's a surprise that teams are trying. Why are the Lakers the number seven seed? Just think about this, Travis. They are still the favorites to come out of the Western Conference. Only the Brooklyn Nets have better odds to win an NBA championship. The reason why the Lakers are sitting at number seven, it's not because they're the seventh best team in the West. They're sitting at seventh because of circumstances that just played out. I think every team was trying to dodge and duck the Lakers. It was not just the Clippers. It was also Portland. It was also Denver. It was also Utah. It was also the Phoenix Suns. Everybody just did it a different way. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying that the Clippers. Put it this way: I'm not surprised the Clippers did it, but every other team in the Western Conference was doing it as well. And I think that is arguably the Lakers' greatest advantage: is that people just don't want that smoke, right? They don't want to deal with a, even a Laker team that is clearly banged up. I got the TV on right here in my little studio, and they just did a whole rip, right? They just did a whole rip, and all it was was LeBron James and Anthony Davis rolling around on the floor in agony, right? That that that, that was the highlight rip, and and they still don't want these guys. That, that, there's something there. there. There is something there about the psyche of those other teams in the Western Conference. And I'm going to channel my angry old man for a second. Larry Bird would never have done that. Magic Johnson would never have done that. Michael Jordan would never have done that. Kobe Bryant would never have done that. LeBron James would never do that. They wouldn't be sitting around saying, you know what would be perfect? What if we laid down to the crappy Oklahoma City Thunder? What if we laid down to the even crappier Houston Rockets? And that way, we don't have to play those guys until later. They would never look at it like that. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to think here. Listen, the, the Clippers lay down part over these last couple of games, really over the last week. I want to say they might have gone 4-6 or six over their last 10 games. It was something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, But Trav, even everything that the Clippers did or even tried to do, things could have worked out to where the Lakers played the Clippers in the first round. That could have happened. I mean, there were there were things that were out of control. By the way, let me give you another example. 
Lakers lose tomorrow, they're now the number eight seed, right? If they end up winning that game on Friday, they could easily end up playing the Clippers and the Jazz on their path to get to the Western Conference Finals. It, it's not like you could try and, and maybe from a strategic standpoint try to do anything. The, the reality was Saturday and Sunday came, 15 different options could have played out for any of these teams. All right. So what if one of those 15 different options actually comes up tomorrow night? We know the Lakers can get where they want to go from the seven. Can they get where they want to go from the eight? Plus, your response to the question, are the Clippers ducking the Lakers? Are they scared? All that coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Chris. He's not waiting until 10 a.m. Nobody's waiting until 10 a.m. I don't know if I'm entirely comfortable with the term annihilation when it comes to wings. I mean, I'm an I'm an enthusiast. I am a what time, what time? What time was your first hit this morning? Uh, six six ten. So, what time did you get up this morning? Uh, five thirty-five. Five thirty-five. What time did you take down six wings? <laughs> I'm still waiting. So here's the thing. I I'll, <laughs> I'll, I like to eat a little bit. We've we've talked about this on this show. You're an I, amateur. You're an amateur when it comes to food. I'm I kind of the food expert. I'm not a real roll out of bed and start firing through food guy. I need I need a little coffee. I need a little time. Now I'm with you on if that. If you give me a half hour, forty five minutes to get a cup of coffee, and then we go get something. I am going to do work on maybe corned beef hash or Eggs Benedict or, or maybe just go like old school, like bacon and eggs with some side of pancakes. Or like, 12, or 12 uh, wings, whichever uh, one. There has I'm to the be opposite. a way to incorporate Trav, I'm, wings. I'm the opposite way. Food. I'm the opposite way. You want to eat right away? No. I, I can easily go. Like I, I could, right now it's what, 9.15 or so, mm-hmm. 1 p.m. I could go easily go through the – up to one o'clock to you know obviously not eat or anything like that. I don't care for breakfast. My problem is every night you know you get home from a Laker game or it's late at night. It's freaking Thanksgiving at the Sliwas <laughs> with shawarma. Are we doing like your underrated turkey or what are we talking about? The underrated turkey. Let me let me say this. I'm I'm you know whatever's in the fridge, whatever's in the cup. I'll have eaten dinner and I'm still like just searching around, looking. Eh, I wonder what's in here. Checking the same cupboard fourteen times. <laughs> yeah, well that, that's uh, that's I think something that we all do along the way. We all have a little trouble with that. All right, right now it's time for straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And we're talking about whether or not the Clippers are scared of the Lakers and whether or not they're trying to duck that matchup for as long as possible. Let's take our first call of the day, 877-710-ESPN. It's the whole West, by the way. It's whole the whole West, Travis. This is not a Clippers thing. This is the entire Western Conference ducking the Lakers. Have you ever seen Paul George at the side of the backboard? It is most specifically a Clipper thing. That dude gets tight when it matters. And Laker games, look. You- have you seen Chris Paul in some big games in his career? Have you seen yes. what have the Utah Jazz done or proved? I mean, there's a lot of teams in the Western Conference that we are not talking. We're, we're isolating the Clippers as if it's only the Clippers that were ducking the Lakers. But the Clippers are the ones that last year were talking about it. The Clippers are the ones that think that they're on equal footing. And the Clippers are the ones that have never got out of the second. Look, the Clippers could beat the Lakers. Let's say that something weird happens and all of a sudden they, they beat the Lakers, right? Sure. They they would be the most Clipper thing ever because, oh, now we really have to do it. Let me cave in the side of the backboard even more aggressively so I can get the hell out of here. That that's something that could absolutely happen. I I feel like I feel like 
there's so much chatter and run about the Clippers when there shouldn't be. They haven't done anything. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel like sometimes we give them almost too much credit or the conversation comes up so much about um, the Clippers are doing this, Clippers are doing that. Can you believe the They haven't done anything to really garner that conversation. Because For two reasons. Number one, they share a market with LA, with the Lakers. And number two, this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Kawhi Leonard is a made guy in this league. Paul mm-hmm. George likes to think that he's a made guy in this league. They both specifically chose not to go to the Lakers, and there's this element of it too. The Clippers are good enough to win a championship. Portland's not good enough to win a championship. The Denver Nuggets are probably not good enough to win a championship. Two years away from like really competing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. the Utah Jazz are probably not good enough to win a championship. The Phoenix Suns are definitely not good enough to win a championship. So you're talking about them just – they. They're in the tournament, and they're pretty happy with where they are. Whatever they win is kind of gravy. The Clippers don't get any gravy. The Clippers' gravy is winning a championship. The Nets' gravy is winning a championship. The Laker' gravy is winning a championship. These other teams are just kind of there, so the other real teams have somebody to play. I don't know if the Clippers – like, I I can't even sit here and tell you that it's Clippers' championship or bust because – like we were saying, I mean, just look at last season as an example. They they have yet to get to the Western Conference Finals in franchise history. I think if the Clippers got to the finals, you would think like, wow, that was a successful season for the Clippers, and what an unbelievable season for them. I I almost feel like it's there's really there's a very small handfuls a handful of teams that it's championship or bust. I think if the Clippers lost to the Brooklyn Nets, let's say Lakers didn't get to the NBA Finals, Clippers lost to the Nets, you'd kind of be like, well, that was a pretty damn successful season for the Clippers. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think the Clippers, despite the fact that we've never been there, because of the players they have and because of the city that they play in and because of their proximity, just geographical proximity to the Lakers, they're on a different level. Can Let's try our first one. Can you give out your cell phone? Give out your cell phone. Don't get don't give out the eight seven 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 ten. Just give out your cell phone, Trev. 949-877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Ontario is the first stop. And Peter, Peter, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? All right. Good, man. Show, Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, absolutely the Clippers are ducking uh, the Lakers, and they're ducking the, they ducked the Blazers. They actually made it hard as far as the path to the NBA Finals. They made it harder on themselves, excluding the Lakers, of course, uh, by ducking them. By having to play now the Jazz and the Nuggets, uh, it's crazy. I mean, how this team—they'll uh, play like Dallas, said, by the way. They, they'll they'll play they'll play the Mavs. They won't play the Nuggets in the first round. Okay, my bad. Dallas and uh, uh, obviously the the Jazz. The Jazz. Uh, to me, to me again, they've been they're ducking the Lakers, and it only tells me psychologically they're not ready. And the be- the worst part about it is, they should have gotten them early, like Travis said, not late. Like in the final, or the Western Conference final, so it's pretty amazing. Clippers will again will always be the Clippers. Hey, Peter, Peter, this is why, and I appreciate you calling in. This is why, Trav, tomorrow is not just 
you know how everybody's saying, well, it's not do or die tomorrow, right? If you lose tomorrow to the Golden State Warriors, you still got another game. You'll play Friday mm-hmm. night, take care of Memphis or San Antonio, get back in. Tomorrow is kind of a must win for the Lakers. What I'm referring to there, Trav, the path is so much different. It's so much different number seven than it is number eight. So if if this scenario plays out the way it should for the Lakers, the path to the Western Conference Finals is easier for the Lakers than it is for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, no question. Wouldn't you agree that you'd rather face Phoenix and the winner of Denver-Portland than have to play um, Dallas? Really, that's not the one I'm concerned about. But I think that Utah Jazz series, that's a real series between the the Clippers and the Utah Jazz. Yeah, no, whoever comes out of that one is going to be primed because they will have just beaten a very, very good team to advance to the Western Conference Finals at this point. You know what jumped out at me listening to Peter right there? One, it was straight talk, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. But number two, the phrase when he, that said he said he agreed with you. No, no, no. Well, that he, he's a very smart guy. If he's agreeing with me, that goes without saying. But what he said, the Clippers will always be. How would you like to be a member of the team where the the overriding ethos of everyone that follows your sport is <laughs> those guys will blow it when it matters. I mean, think about it. That that even though the Lakers until last year had gone through the better part of a decade where they were not particularly competitive, yeah. right? It was never a the Lakers are a joke. The Lakers are a bunch of bums. The Lakers are never going to be good. The Lakers will blow. It was always, hey, you know, once they figure it out, they're going to be right back at the top again, right? Once you they know, get the guy and the Clippers for fifty years have been <laughs> look at these clowns. You know what's How interesting? How would you like to be a part of that? You know, you know what's interesting, Trav is. I can make excuses and say, oh, well, that's magnified because it's in L.A. and you're in the same market as the most successful NBA team. But start going around the league. The Phoenix Suns, they've made it to the NBA Finals, right? They've never won, but they've made it, okay? The Sacramento Kings, they were in Game 7s against the Lakers, classic games back in the Shaq and Kobe days. We can actually look at other bad franchises and say, well, is, this just a, is it just because they happen to be in the same market? <laughs> it's not. Right, you, you literally have arguably one of the worst franchises in NBA history. Maybe you can't even make that argument versus the best franchise in NBA history. Uh, yeah, that is their. By the way, that's their stigma. Nothing will change unless they do something. And by the way, Trav, you know we could sit here and run our mouth all we want. They got a good team. It's just yeah. nobody nobody believes anything until too. they do something. In the playoffs. They had a good team last year. Yeah. They had a good team when they had a 3-1 lead against the Rockets. They've had good teams before. When, when it, before this version of the Clippers, the DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul Clippers, that was a good team. They didn't would do anything you, either. Would you be surprised if they don't make the Western Conference Finals? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm, and, I, and I'm saying that because they also got some tough competition in the second round. I, I, I was For a while, Michael and I would talk about it. We're like, how good would a Jazz Clippers matchup be? That'd be a fun series to watch. You get that in round two. Yep. All right, let's try one more quick one. Let's go to Orange County this time. And Troy, Troy, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. I'm going to make it quick because I am a Clippers fan, but I am also a realist. Um, And the (laughs) point is the Clippers have got to prove it in the playoff this year. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. They deprived us last year. We all want, you know, L.A. versus L.A. We didn't get it last year. They got to prove it this year. But I had to call in and chime in. This narrative of the Clippers being afraid of the Lakers, you guys got to stop it. This is part of why I'm a Clippers fan. I'm sorry. Lakers live in this magical world where everything seems to fall their way in the end. By getting the best players, I know you guys are banged up right now, but this whole idea of they don't want to play the Lakers, they're the defending champs. 
they're defending champs. They got to play the West, so everybody has to see them. I don't know what Denver's doing, them avoiding, but we get a hard time for sitting our guys, right? Kawhi Leonard, you guys are putting him on a minutes restriction. He's not playing. He's not playing. So we do the same thing. We stay consistent. They sit our guys toward the end of the season so nobody gets hurt, but all of a sudden we're throwing games. I'm like, which one is it? You guys are knocking us. We're sitting guys. We still sit the guys, but now we're ducking the Lakers. We've been owning the Lakers. Troy, let me let me let me ask you something really quick before call, I let you go. Call. Just mm-hmm. give me give answer the question when you say they have to prove it on the court. What does that mean? Does that just mean beat the Lakers? Does that mean go to the finals? Does that mean win an NBA championship? What is proving it as a Clipper it, fan? It means exactly what you guys are saying. If they don't make it to the end, the Lakers. I'm sorry, the Clippers just have to overachieve for once. We always underachieve. There's no lie there. So they have to get to the second round, but of course they got to get further. But they just got to do more than what you anticipate them to do. So that is what I mean. The Clippers just have to win. They just have to win. But we're not scared of the, the Lakers. I'm sorry. We're going to chase Dallas, who could have knocked us out last year, yep. and yep. then potentially run into Denver again, who did knock us out. So, yeah, we'll I see. mean, we're not avoiding. I'm you'll get Utah. Ahead. Troy, yeah. you'll, you'll get Utah in the second round. Thanks All right, Troy, for thanks for the phone call. I appreciate that. I like to hear from the Clipper fans, and I like that. I'm a Clipper fan, but I'm also a realist along the way. All but right, that, but there's nothing, Poole. Troy, or uh, Trav, there was nothing he said that wasn't fair. I, I think everything, no. you know, every point that he made I thought was fair. And right up until they get bounced again and we go, hee-hee, and the Clippers are, oh, wait till next year. Wait, we're going to figure it out. We're going to do the Clippers. All right. <laughs> Who <laughs> talks? I, I'm, I'm curious, which, which player was that, the way you were just talking about it? That, way, was, that, um, that voice. That was the collective Clipper voice. That's all <laughs> of them talking at the same time. And I want to start with a, uh, a quick little tweet here, Slee, for a couple of reasons. Number one, no Ask Slee today. We've got a special news segment coming up next that Mike Funches, our producer, our producer is going to anchor. So we need to come up with a name for that. So we're looking for suggestions there. But uh, I want to start with this one. It says, okay. Trav, the only reason you didn't get your vaccine at Vaughn's is because it wasn't in the cold cuts aisle. That's, that's co- not that, very that's nice, not right, Dave. Man. That's not right. Listen, like, um, some people will go to uh, – you went to the convention center, right? Anaheim yep. Convention Center. Some people yep. might go to a hospital, an urgent care facility, one of those. What I try to do is I try to merge everything together. I want to buy uh, cookies. I want to make sure that I get the sparkling water that's on sale. And then I also want to get my vaccine shot all in one trip. And that's what I did, Trav, and that's what I'm going to do June 1st. Then I'll be out till June 9th because I already told you – there's, you know, yeah, you, you, you need some time to recover. You need some time. to. I, I will say this: May 30th to June 9th. I'm out. I got I got my second shot yesterday and yeah. it feels like I got it in. I got it in my left arm. Right. Yep. And it feels like I got kicked by a horse in that. arm. <laughs> that's the other. That's the only side effect I have. A little low grade headache, but I do. I was not incapacitated by it, but I do feel like I got kicked in my shoulder. Danny H. on Twitter. Clippers did dodge the Lakers. They also ducked the toughest matchups. Clippers are also bringing key guys back from injury, and it would be advantageous for them to get the easiest matchups possible for these guys to ramp up. Uh, everybody's got a strategy, Trav. And, and listen, the, the Lakers have their own strategy. Unfortunately, they were injured all season. Yeah. So this is you know kind of where they ended up. And it was just kind of funny walking into that last week and seeing everybody say, how the hell do we avoid the Lakers in the first round? I, I, I want to get to pool holes here in a second, but I just want to throw this out there. The, the Lakers strategy was let's just get in and we'll beat whoever we need to yeah. Everyone else's strategy was, well, if we, go, if we go to the three, we miss these guys. If we go to the two, we miss these guys. If we stay in the one, we stay away from That The Lakers are just, hey, look, you guys go and jockey this any way you want, but we're going to have LeBron James and Anthony Davis healthy by the end, fingers crossed. And if we do, 
Who, who's first? Who, who, who gets beat by us first? That's how they're looking at but it. But that's also, Trev, that's also the best team in the NBA. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's also, there's a reason why they could have their chest out like that. And there's a reason why Denver was saying to themselves, yeah, we're going to go ahead and lose this final game to the Portland Trailblazers just because we don't have Jamal Murray. But don't you kind of have to lie to yourself, Salih? Don't you kind of have to put that thing that Kawhi Leonard needs to believe they're the best team in the NBA? Paul George needs to believe. And Clippers, it's different. And, and Gobert and these guys. Yeah. If you really believe that you're going to win an NBA championship, you have to believe I'm the best. I don't care if I'm playing the Lakers today, tomorrow, a month from now. Bring them on. I'm going to kick their ass. Let me give you an example. Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. You know who they got in the first round? Mm. Miami. Yeah, Do you know what that. by far is the worst first round matchup for the Milwaukee Bucks? Miami. Miami. <laughs> right. You know what they have in the second round? Brooklyn. You know what they have after that? It would be Philly, and then you would face the Western Conference. I, I get these stick your chest out, we'll take on anybody. I get that. But sometimes there is, you know, in the NBA, in, in any sport, matchups is a big thing. Obviously, what happens, it's like you look at uh, the NFL, certain wild card games or certain division games, whatever the case is. Yes, you're going to have to eventually go through the best, but if you can face them down the road, it's it's a little bit better. Okay, I know you want to get into Pujols. Albert Pujols steps to bat last night for the Dodgers. Cleanup hitter, Albert Pujols, wearing number 55. Now, let me just say this. I love that he got a hit. I yeah. love that he drove in a run. Mm-hmm. I like that he appeared to be enjoying his new teammates. They, there was a cutaway during the game of him and Dave Roberts having a very animated, friendly discussion. They were both laughing. It looked like everybody was really enjoying their time together. Dude, take off Oral Hershiser's jersey. What are we doing here? Take off Oral Hershiser's jersey. Mm-hmm. because here and, he, and here's why. When Russell Martin wore it, it's like, okay, fine, Russell Martin. He's going to be here. There's a chance that Albert Pujols is going to be gone in a month. Right, I mean, it's it's not a total reach to say that this is going to be a very short-term proposition, and Albert Pujols is hijacking Oral's number. I hate it. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm with you. I actually I I don't understand. It's kind of confusing to me. And you know, if Dodger fans want to weigh in, you can eight seven 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 ten ESPN. There are certain players that I know that are are not. Um, so th- this is the Dodgers. I think the Lakers do the same thing, right? They only retire players in the Hall of Fame. Right. This was a conversation that we were having. There are certain players that doesn't it just feel like, OK, out of respect, just don't take the number. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's a that's one way to look at it. That the Albert Pujols has 55 on not because it wasn't retired, but rather he shouldn't have it on because of everything that Oral Hershiser has done. You're saying that it's available, but he shouldn't choose it. It almost feels I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Like the reason why you're having this conversation, the reason why Or Horschizer had to say, I'm glad he's wearing the number. The reason why this became a story or an article is because people are like, yeah, why are you wearing that number? You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been a story if, uh, if if people didn't feel a certain way. I, I get it. Albert Pujols was five for his entire career, and he wanted some fives, and five isn't available because Corey Seager is five, and he wanted to have two fives. I, I, I get it, but that's one of those, you know what, just give me something else. Give me 43. Give, yeah, who give, cares? Give me something along the way. What was Jordan in Washington? Wasn't he like four? He was 23. He was 23. Well, he what was, was he, he for? He was 45 for the Bulls for. Oh like yeah, an that's afternoon. right. That's right. He, that's right. Like he eventually one went back. Mm-hmm. He had on number 45. The better question, I think, is should they retire or Hershiser's number? Because let me let me put it to you this way. I love that the Dodgers have that standard. I love that the Los Angeles Lakers have that standard. That mm-hmm. hey, look, you were great here. You want a Cy Young here. You want a World Series MVP here. You are doing a great job in our broadcast booth, calling our games. But you know what? You need to be in the Hall of Fame. If you're going to have our, your number retired here, and sorry, you're not. It is such an incredible standard to be able to uphold. I love that. 
I don't know. I, I feel like uh, I, I hate the, well, it's only going to be this way and there's nothing in between. Michael was uh, Michael was talking about this in the pregame show. Um, Kobe obviously inducted, and the the stand or the the way the hall works, it's five years after you retire, mm-hmm. right? And Michael was like, "Why why wait five years? Just I agree with that. there's certain. It's okay to use common sense sometimes, right? Not everything has to be black and white. And yeah, you definitely make an argument for Fernando Valenzuela. I'm sure there's other Dodger players you can make. You could just say, look at it from a common sense perspective." It bothers me that it's so black and white sometimes. I have a whole list of players that we will get into, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Funches, and Funches has a list of questions that not only is he asking you, Slee, he's yep. going to ask us both, and we need a name for the segment, so send those in at Twitter as well, at Travis Rogers, at Alan Slee. Well, that's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the deal. Funch is going to fire some questions at us. What we need are, is a name for this segment. Yeah, we so need a name. Want to send I, I was in. workshopping some uh, stuff last night and even this okay. morning. What, what do, you, do you guys think about the bunch with Funch? Ooh, I don't dislike that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's I'm asking a, a bunch of things, you know, a bunch of questions, yeah. a bunch of topics, or whatever, you know. Well, how about if we do the Funch bunch? That sounds good too. Yeah, a little, little, little quicker, little yeah, cleaner, yeah, the punch, punch. yeah. Or even the, you go. know, you're even having your brunch with the funch. Oh, brunch with funch, <laughs> you funchy know? brunch. Something there you go. Brunch, there you go. Munch. <laughs> Something like that. All right. We just, so, we just, you just ratted off. There's 33 names we just got right there. There Perfect. you go. There you 33 go. 33 names for that segment. You can send them in at Travis Rogers <laughs> at Alan Sliwa as well, and we'll we'll come up with the name of it before too long. All right, funch. What do you got for us? All right, guys. So ESPN just announced this morning that they will do a multi-part documentary on. Yankee legend Derek Jeter. Mm. Now we're premiering 2022 and it will be called Surprise, Surprise, The Captain. Now, is this a must watch for you guys? The legend of the Derek Jeter story? Is this something that you're really, really going to be interested in? Trav, why are you so disappointed over there? Because I can't imagine anything I have less interest in. That they're, that they're taking why? time, money, and energy to put together because Derek Jeter's greatest accomplishment, and it's I'll not watch insignificant. It. I will it's watch not it. insignificant, but mm-hmm. his greatest accomplishment is is curating an image that is completely devoid of any personality or conflict. That his what, what, what here's what we know about Derek Jeter. We know exactly two things about Derek Jeter. Okay. Very good, very good baseball player, and dated beautiful women. That's it. We don't know anything. Now else that's about something him. That, that I want to like, know. Like that I, I sounds like I never damn tell you. good life. Can we just that see a documentary like, on that? Or I want a, a ten job, part a, series. A, I'll take a ten part exactly. series on that. <laughs> An well, hour okay. on each woman too that oh, he's dated. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> now now you're starting to pique my interest a little bit more. But unless episode one is the Minka Kelly episode, I'm not interested. <laughs> Derek Jeter was really good. Never said okay, but, but, a thing. Okay, but, but wait, 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 Trav, Trav, slow, slow down here for, for a second. Right, Terry would be a good one, too. You said he was really good. Uh-huh. There's a lot of documentaries just on sports athletes that, you know, obviously what they accomplished on the field or on the court but or something but, along those lines, no, 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 and no. you watch them. No, the, what makes a great sports documentary a great sports documentary is the story behind the game, right? Is the story that made the dude. What made Michael Jordan, the the, the Jordan rules, right, that we watched uh, over the summer or last Last spring or whatever it was it wasn't that Michael Jordan made a bunch of buckets and won six championships it was the way he interacted with his teammates it's the way that he dealt with everybody in his life it was the Nike stuff it was his relationship with Dennis Rodman and Phil Jackson it wasn't shots now what if we no, saw like, no, a no. Tiger I, I disagree Woods, like, I, I, I disagree because I, I think the foundation of that 
uh, documentary, The Last Dance, and I know there was a lot of different stories, but they didn't focus just on Jordan. They focused on all the championships. They focused on him going to play baseball, coming back, all that stuff that they focused on. There was a Dennis Rodman. There was a Phil Jackson part. So this documentary on Derek Jeter, I'm sure, is going to play a lot of that from a Yankees perspective, number one. And number two, we're going to find out some stuff about Derek Jeter that we didn't know. Hard pass. First of all, if Jeter's involved, You're watch you'll it. get none of that stuff. And, and I want to answer Funch's question really quick here. You mentioned about Tiger Woods. Yeah, what if Funch? it was like Tiger Woods? What right. if it was like grimy like that? But that has storylines in it. Hell Yeah, that yes. has storylines. Like <laughs> Absolutely. You saw him the driving one. driving off a cliff. Him with all the women. His game falling apart. His return to win the Masters a couple of years ago. His, his relationship with his father. The HBO I was going to uh, say, we saw two. We got a two-part. Two yeah. Give me that all over again. All right, Taylor. Are you serious? All right, guys, we're going to get next one. All right, so the Raiders are doing something really cool at their new stadium. They will have club-like booths oh, at yeah. the end of at the end zone, uh, both end zones, complete with your own cocktail waitress and bottle service, like at a club, which I'm sure is like thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, is this a good idea or a bad idea for Las Vegas Raiders? Let me tell you something. There's a couple things that I know in life. One thing I know is that when you think of nightclub and bottle service, when you think of that dude walking straight to the line and says, I ain't waiting no line, I think of Travis Rogers. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Whistles and glow mm-hmm. sticks in hand. <laughs> Travis will be at those Raider games in that bottle service. Keep it coming. Ladies all around him. He's going to be on a first name basis there. <laughs> Love. No, they're not even going to know his real name. No, they're going to be like have, the usual. The usual. They're going to have nicknames for Travis. You know what's funny is. Here we are with Vegas making its imprint in sports these last couple of years, right? This is just kind of, and more is to come. You know that they'll end up with an NBA franchise, and we even heard some rumors, right? Oakland, if if the A's leave, something along those lines. Yeah, this is what Vegas brings, right? This new stadium at at the, uh, uh, this new stadium in Las Vegas, you want the place that you're, I'll give you a good example. Trav, you ever been down to Petco Park down in San Diego? Many times. Has a San Diego vibe, right? Sure does. A lot of local breweries that are serving the beers. Fish you tacos. cater to your you cater to your location. Mm-hmm. Vegas's location is the bottle service. I'm just waiting for the uh, I'm waiting for the pool, a foam party that they're going to be having during uh, during games somewhere now along the talking, stadium. Now you're talking a pool party during a game. Now you're what, talking. What they figured out, what Vegas has nailed, and we'll see whether or not the Raiders can do it. It sounds like they're going to because we didn't get a season inside the building last year. Yeah, Vegas has fully embraced being Vegas. The way that the Knights did it, the way that they put on all of their shows are totally Vegas out and it's awesome. I would a hundred percent be into that. Taylor. Wow. <laughs> all right, guys, I got some really, really bad news. Um Uh-oh. Chick-fil-A just announced a sauce shortage. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> now you can only get one sauce per entree or just two of them whenever you get nuggets, which is you like know the who I blame thing. for that? You know who I blame for that? Who? Guys like Travis. Why? Like, I was going to say guys like me, see, too. <laughs> I could see Travis going in there. And he's, Travis is thinking past that initial meal, too. He's saying, listen, guys, let me do four sauces. I'm going to use two on this sandwich. I'm going to have two sitting in the refrigerator I'm going to use later. Like, for I know Travis has, like, meal. a drawer at home full of, like, just sauces and condiments from different fast food Soy places. Soy sauce, hot sauce. Then, yes, I, I, I got one, too. And now yeah. we all lose. We all so, lost because of Travis is hoarding the, uh, the sauces. The condiment drawer. So, so here's here's... Slee yet again illustrating his <laughs> ignorance of, on how to eat and my ability to get the ins and outs of how this all works. See, let me let me let me help you here, Slee, and let me help you. What do you got? Your what do you got? I'm not the problem, and here's why. <laughs> if a sandwich is made properly, 
And I would argue that a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is made properly. Sure. It's quite good. <laughs> Very good. Got a little pickle, a little fried. It's pretty darn good. You don't need a sauce. It, the, a sauce is there to kind of hide something that isn't very good in the first place. A sauce My man, you, you are so wrong on this. Is there to no. cover up what's going on? And I don't, I don't dislike Chick Fil A sauce. Have it's you had fine. Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A? It's 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 fine, but I want the chicken sandwich with the pickles, with the fried chicken, with the brun, with the bun. All of those things together are in perfect harmony. I don't need any additional sauces. Just like in and out, I don't need extra sauce packets. Just the right amount that they put on there. The onions and everything, the tomato and the lettuce. Okay, it's I got all a question. Perfect. I got a I question for you. Don't need extra sauce. I got I'm a fine. question for you. Yes. When you go to a taco shop, mm-hmm. and I know you, you have claimed to be an expert in the taco game. Okay. Well, I don't claim I am, but go. You ahead. You get extra salsa. I get the little tubs, the little green salsa. Of course you yeah, do. Because, because of that course comes, you do. You just drizzle a little on top. But I think I think he's trying to ask you lines. if you get one extra one. No. Uh, what what, I, what I'm trying to say is that I mean, use hot sauce as an example. Yeah. I oh, get gosh. that if the meal is good, it can stand on its own. But no, no, no. These are uh, – this is uh, uh, what kind of adds no, to no, the but, experience. But the point, you got to have is, these. I, I hear what you're saying, and you're not wrong. But the point, they're giving you one. I don't need a, a, a paint bucket full of sauce to eat my sandwich. One, the one little one that they have is more than enough. I don't need the additional ones. I can see you dipping your entire head <laughs> in, just into a I, I, a I put it on the sauce. paint shaker at the hardware store to make sure it's properly mixed. Are what you using punch? a bucket for au jus sauce whenever you get a French oh, dip now, sandwich? Oh, hold on. <laughs> I will not stand for any au jus blasphemy. If there's anything better on the face of the earth to dip something in, it is the salty, beefy drippings of a how about roast when they beef ask sandwich. You, how, about, how about when they ask you, do you want to dip? What do you mean, do I want? Who, why would you come here if you didn't dip it? I, mean, I don't yeah. understand. What's yes. the purpose of me being here? I don't want no but dry see, sandwich. I don't want it pre-dipped because then it gets soggy. Let me dip it. You may go a little aggressively on your dip. I like my perfect amount of dip and horseradish. What else, Bunch? All right, guys. Taylor. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, guys. I got a list from Forbes of the 10 highest paid athletes in the world for the year uh, 2021. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you guys three guesses. I want you guys to go back and forth and try to guess out this list. Okay. So, Travis. Okay, okay, listen. I... I, Wait, who's I, I need a couple of pra- – are we talking international? Are we International, talking- international, uh, domestic, all kinds of guys. Okay, so everybody – and are we talking a salary from their sports? Or are we talking all income? All, it's going to be income. everything. All yeah, income. they do all, all income. income. Okay, I will take um, Messi. Okay. There's I, one. I, I know I know the first one because this was a big story. Uh, Conor McGregor is number one, right? There is – yeah, there you go. Number one and number two, guys. Do you know how much, Trev, do you know how much he made? Do you know how much McGregor made? Hit me. Buck eighty, yeah, exactly. One hundred and eighty million for Conor hey, McGregor. Hey, mom, why does Conor <laughs> McGregor make more money than me? I'm messy. Here I'm we five go. foot three. Give me some more money. You I said when you mom. signed a new fourteen-year deal with ESPN to do this nine a.m. to eleven a.m. You said the messy voice wasn't coming. You no, said no, that was just not, an that's evening not true thing. At all. Mom, mom, why does Conor McGregor make more than me? Mom, my next choice is LeBron James. Unbelievable. <laughs> LeBron James is on the list. He's number five. All right, I'm going to stay in the uh, soccer world. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo, number three. Those boys, by the way, those they make a lot those of soccer players are making they, yeah. they, they killing they, it. Ooh, ooh. Um, I'm late to this sport. I know it's internationally very popular. I know these guys make a ton of money, but I don't know what sort of footprint he has here in the United States where a lot of this income comes from, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. 
I'm going to guess Lewis Hamilton. What? He's number eight. Travis, yeah. geez. You wow. saw this last, didn't you? No. I'm an F1 guy. <laughs> well, he was. I know uh, he is, tra- yeah. Travis, for a while, was trying to get me to watch. Uh, was me it too. on Netflix? Me too. To survive. Yeah. I watched, I think I watched an episode and I was like, I'm good. You're missing out. So we're missing missing out. We're missing out. Monaco this weekend, guys. Pretty excited. (laughs) I watched it out of sheer respect, and then I was like, "All right, I'm I'm good. Thank you, Drew. All right, (laughs) we're missing five guys. Real quick. All right, I'm gonna stay. uh, I'll stay soccer. Uh, Neymar. There you go. And he's number six. Are you guys just making up these soccer people? Are they real guys that you're (laughs) talking about? No, they're 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 really rich. I know Messi and Ronaldo. After that, I'm kind of out. Is um all right. So my. I said LeBron. Um, hmm. Okay, give us a give us a sport. I'll, I'll, say, sport? I'll, say, I'll say two American football players on the list right now. Tom okay. Brady. There's number nine. Yeah. Mm. And I'm guessing you're not going to believe who the next guy is. The next American football player is. Okay, I, I got one because he was leading the list last year. Roger Federer, I think, was number one last he's year. He's seven. He's seven. He's seven. But now so we have I, an American football player and now a NBA player. Kevin Durant. There's 10. You guys will not guess who number four is on this list. I'm going to give you guys two this, more uh, guesses. This is NFL, or this, uh, full, NFL, or NFL, NFL player. player I'll, say, I'll say he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. All right, a quarterback, and you're saying we're not going to guess him, so that's throwing me off. Trav, jump in here. What do you think? Russell Wilson. And no. Um, one more guess. One more guess, guys. By the way, not great, Aaron. great, great Aaron bet Aaron. in the background here, Funches. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Is it Dak? Wow, you got oh, it, Travis. You Jeez, go. you're going to the showcase. That's a good one right there. <laughs> yeah, well, we Dak's got everybody. That's yeah, everyone, guys. Everyone. Dak's got TV. Dak's got a lot of being on the he, Cowboys is a good. He's making game. more money than LeBron. Where's Taj on that's the list? <laughs> and guys, not, that's all I'm I got not, for you here. Listen, I'm not going a show without mentioning Taj Gibson. I just nope, want you to know that, Travis. That, will be well, that, that was actually quite organic. I really, you, I, I'm you. impressed Thank that you were able to do that. That's good segment right there. The the funch bunch, the brunch funch munch lunch, or whatever it is we're going with there. But uh, that was good. Good job, funch. Good job. All right.